Hey friends, welcome to episode 63 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Thanks so much for listening in today. I love talking about habits uh, because I think that literally our entire life and our mindset revolves around habits, things that we do consistently, patterns. That is just how we determine how we are going to show up in the world every day. And there are a few things that we need to think about, I myself included, to start or stop doing if we really want to be happy in this life. And it gets harder and harder the older we get, but we're going to work on this together. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great day and had a great weekend. Um, I celebrate Easter, so we had Easter this past weekend and it was glorious and as it always is, uh, just love, love this time of year, love celebrating Easter, uh, just a real renewal uh, moment and I think that it's very significant, I think, in most people's uh, lives as m- that turning point where we really reflect and think about um, really the the gratitude that we can have for life and, and really how small we are in the big scheme of things and how really blessed we are uh, in spite of how we might feel sometimes. So um, anyway, today we're going to talk about habits and things that you might need to uh, think about to start to do or stop doing if we really want to optimize our lives and be really, really happy. There are tons of these, right? Tons of things that you and I and everyone do that kind of keep us uh, in our little funk because like I always say, we like we like our little comfy rut. We're there, we have these thought patterns that we kind of get sucked into and they're comfortable. And so we just stay there. We tell ourselves these, you know, stories, these thought loops happen, and then that's just kind of where we're stuck. And so there are a few things that I notice about myself and, um, I kind of hear when I talk to other women, not just women actually, but people in midlife as well, um, that we really aren't doing ourselves a favor by continuing to do these habits or failing to start these habits. And funnily enough, these things also apply to my kids. Like I have had moments where, you know, I've thought about things and thought, well, you need to learn this habit right now. Cause like I'm recognizing that I didn't learn this in time and it kind of put me in a mindset that I probably should have never been in had someone told me when I was younger, this is what you need to do, or this is what you need to stop doing. Cause it's going to kind of eat you alive from the inside if you don't stop. And so, and I'm not trying to be <laughs> overly dramatic here, but this, there are just some things that Honestly, if we can get comfortable with doing slash not doing, um, we can actually get our kids, our friends, our families, ourselves on a better track to being happy. First thing is train yourself to handle things that are uncomfortable. Um, And this is really true for younger people. I do think that there's less of a uh, tolerance to handle things when they don't go perfectly 
exactly how you expected. Um, this isn't a huge problem for me, but I do get sucked into this. You know, things don't always go like you thought they were going to go or you had high expectations. I know I've tried different things in my life and been so, so jacked up about it. I'm just like, I, this is going to be so great. And then it doesn't exactly pan out as you thought. Not only that, it makes things harder. Like that decision you made that you thought was going to be so great actually made things a little bit harder. Uh, it put uh, you in a different place. You kind of knocked down a couple notches. And so then your mindset is a little bit messed up. But doing things that are brave sometimes or taking some risks or starting new things, it's going to be uncomfortable. But if you continue to stretch that muscle and expose yourself to that by just saying caution to the wind, I'm going to try this, it's going to A, work out great exactly the way I thought. It's going to work out not exactly the way I thought and I'll adjust to that. Or it's not going to work out at all and then there's going to be some fallout. But regardless learning how to handle each of those outcomes is going to be really significant in you just having a good mindset. It's like if you um, continue to do certain workouts. I started working out with a personal trainer again two days a week and she's kicking my ass and I'm super sore and I've only, this is week two, I'm going into week two and uh, I really wanted to quit. Like I was just like this I'm not cut out for this. Like, I enjoy the idea of strength training and being strong, but like, I don't know if my body can handle it. But thankfully, I have friends, family, my daughters, my sister, just really pushing, right? And just saying, this is normal. Like, this is what you're going to feel like. But this is your body saying, yeah, you're doing some things to me that I'm not really super digging because it hurts and it's uncomfortable. But in the long run, it's going to be really good. And you know, I'm going into now the second week and I feel like, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm in. I have um, this trainer and she's amazing and she's going to hold me to task. She's being gentle enough, but not so gentle because she knows. Like, she looks at me and she's like, I know you haven't uh, seen the gym hasn't looked your way for a decade or two or three or maybe almost four. But the point is, uh, it's it's uncomfortable it's not, do I want to go set at 7.30 in the morning and go spend time with her a few days a week? Uh, no, I don't. I want to sit on my couch and drink my second cup of coffee and do that, but that's not the point, right? Doing something that actually stretches that comfort muscle out, like just get out of that zone, break that routine into something that is gonna be in the long run really really good for me my older self is gonna thank me for what i'm doing right now and i have to believe that the effort the pain the discomfort that i'm feeling right now is going to pay off for me later with a body that's stronger and able to have more stamina to to hopefully play with a bunch of grandkids at some point so that's the whole point right doing the training of your mindset your body to handle things that are uncomfortable I always used to tell my kids when they were uh, having to face something they didn't really want to do, give an apology, make a, um, a speech, go to talk to somebody, walk right into the, feet, the thing that you fear the most. Go head first. Don't put it off. The longer you put it off, the more stress you're going to build inside of yourself. Just go in head first. Attack it. 
I did this. I'm sorry. This I messed this up. What do you want me to do? How can I fix it? I can do this, this, or this. Go in head first. There's going to be things that are going to just really F you up. Like you're going to be like, I don't want to, to do this. This is uncomfortable. I'm too old for this shit. I don't want to do this anymore. That's not the point. You've got to, in life, handle things that are uncomfortable. Do it with grace, but just know that this isn't going to be the last thing that you handle that's uncomfortable or difficult, sister. Like there's going to be thing after thing after thing. Life's about to hand you a lot of things. Like hopefully, you know, you're just like kind of at the midpoint here. You got some good years left and there's going to be shit that happens. And so the more comfortable you get with the idea of breaking routines and handling things that are not your norm and that are a little uncomfortable, the better off you're going to be because then you're raising your threshold for things that are uncomfortable, right? The more things you handle, the more you're able to handle. And like I always say, there's a lesson in everything, no matter how awful, awful it was. You learn something about yourself. You become stronger and more resilient. You are then able to speak to that for other people. And I know that that's exactly something that's happened in my life where some of the worst things that I have felt emotionally and where I have really felt broken have really enabled me to help other people through those times and give them some real life examples. So first thing to really look at your life and and try to start to become more of a pleasant, happier person, train yourself to handle things that are a little bit uncomfortable. Number two, learn how to be happy by yourself, man. Like it doesn't matter if you're married or not, if you have kids at home or not. We are meant to have some alone time and that alone time cannot pull you underwater. Like it cannot make you feel like, oh, I have nothing in my life. No, this is an important lesson, a strength, a skill that again will pay off in the long run so much you're gonna have times where your friends your family your kids your your partners they're gonna go off and do other things and there you are kind of like exposed with yourself and you're thinking um what am i gonna do because everything i've ever done uh, is a result of something those other people in my life have needed from me well tough shit. it's time to be happy by yourself because if you can't be happy by yourself you sure as hell aren't going to be happy around other people and then what are you going to do you're going to be like oh let me look externally and see where i can find happiness and you'll go out and you'll spend stupid money on stuff you'll go think that everything that you need is uh, something that you need to find outside it's not the case you sure those things are going to make you happy who doesn't love a good uh you know, home goods run or something like that. That's not the point. You really have to learn to be the source of your own joy and happiness because when you put that burden on some other person or some other situation, you're not going to strengthen your own ability to be content. And there's going to be a lot of those days when you're going to be all by yourself. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't say that right. You're going to have a lot more of those days where you are going to be alone and you are going to have to figure out like, what is it right now that has got me down? Like, how can I just be in this moment with myself right now and discover things that I want to do or that make me happy and get my mind off of all these external things? It's really liberating 
to do that at a certain point, like find things that you enjoy by yourself, because then you can do whatever you want whenever that happens and you're starting to feel down. And so whether it's I, you know, go for a nature walk whenever like I have some free time or whatever it is, I you get a bike and you ride your bicycle and you just do something else. You start um, a book reading thing. I'm going to read 12 books in a year, a book a month, and I'm just going to start doing that. Those are things you do by yourself. So think of more of those activities that you can do by yourself that really kind of make you happy, expand your mind, build your creativity, and then you won't feel so down in those moments uh, or just kind of useless. That's a thing that I hear a lot. Like I don't really have a purpose anymore because uh, that nobody needs anything from me. Well, that's actually so awesome. You know, how lucky that no one really needs anything from you and you can actually focus on some things that you can do for yourself to be happy. Find it on the inside. I have a daughter that likes to look external for, you know, things to entertain and keep her happy and excited. And as soon as those things start to get limited or there's a little bit of lull there, she just sinks down. Well, that is because your happiness needs to come from you. Your contentment, your really joy and zest for life has to come from things that you enjoy doing that you discover about yourself. Ask yourself, what is it that I love? What do I like to do? What's fun for me? What do I like to do when I have time? If I had all the time in the world, if tomorrow I was off the whole day, what would I do? Asking yourself those questions really help you kind of pinpoint what are the things that you can do to be happy alone? So that's another important skill that I think is going to lead to long-term happiness is when you can make those discoveries. Next, protect your most valuable asset, which is your time. Again, here we are in midlife and we only have, you know, however much time left before it's gone. We never know, you know, it could happen tomorrow, it could happen 30 years from now, we don't know, 40 years from now. Uh, but it's really critical to protect that time. Who are you going to spend it with? What are you saying yes to that you really should say no to? And I recently read something that said, um, pretty much if the answer isn't hell yes, I want to do that, then it's no. Now, I'm going to put a caveat in here. There are things we're obligated to do, right? Work, take care of family members, things that we have to do that, yeah, sometimes it's not a hell yes. It's like, I mean, I have to, right? So, but any kind of uh, thing that's not an obligation for you, it's not a true obligation, work, taking care of, you know, people in your life. If you're not saying hell yes, man, you're you're kind of, <clears throat> you're, you're sh you should be saying no. So a lot of times we say, oh, okay, sure. And in our mind, we're thinking in ex that exact moment, like, I don't want to do that. And then what you said, no, you said yes to something you should have said no to. Protect your time. Really assess the situation and say, if I'm going to say yes to going to drinks with this person on Thursday, that's my night where I usually do this with my sister slash my friend, with my partner, and that means that I will have to miss that this week. Which thing is actually more important for me and my well-being? And, and is it going to hurt in any way for me to go ahead and say yes? Is it going to optimize? Is it going to make me feel better? And if you're kind of on the fence and you're like, you know, I really don't 
want to, just say, you know what? No, I don't think I can this week. Thank you so much for asking. Let's try to do it another day because something eventually will work out, right? It's not, I'm not saying to say no every time, but there are things as you realize what a precious commodity time is, you really should be saying no. You really should be saying no instead of just, you know, being reluctant and, and giving a sheepish little yes and accepting and finding yourself spending time doing stuff you don't really enjoy. Understand what's important to you, you know? It does sound a little bit selfish, but it is, in a sense, the best thing that you can do for yourself because it's everything, man. Like your time is really everything that you have. So if you don't protect it, I guarantee you nobody else is going to give a crap about uh, what you're spending your time doing because they just want to pick the flesh off your bones. You know, this is how I feel sometimes like, you know, whether it's work, whether it's my daughters, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, these other obligations, it's like you just feel like, okay, stop. Like there's only so much meat on these bones here. There's a lot more than I would like, but, you know, stop. And then just say, okay, here are the things that I need for myself. And I'm not going to say yes to this type of thing, at least right now, because right now it doesn't bring me joy. It doesn't make me happy. It's just one more thing. So understand what it is that you need right now in your own life and then protect it with your life. Protect it, guard it. That time is so very precious. Next, and this is a big one, what you seek, what you really want out of the people in your life or from your life, ask it of yourself too. If you want somebody to be a really good friend and be very honest, then you got to be a good, very honest friend. If you want to only hang around people that are successful and they raise you up and they're driven, then you got to become a successful driven person too, because the odds are they're going to want that too. So if you want big things in life, if you want to do things that are extraordinary or that you finally have the time to go do, do those things. Do things in a big way. Take those chances. Again, the best way to find that inner joy is to say, what do I need to live in a life of joy? And then do things in that way. So Whenever you seek from within first, then you'll be the kind of person that gets those things automatically. You know, if if one of my daughters is, is looking for a partner that is um, successful and likes to handle things and is driven and, uh, you know, likes to uh, work outside and has a lot of outside interests, they have to be that for that for that person, too, because the odds are those people do kind of look for similar things. So whatever you're looking for, seek to be that as well, because those things kind of attract each other. And so many times we think, I want, I want this person that's really, you know, super healthy, but I'm going to be over here and I'm just going to tell them I, you know, what I think they need to do to be healthy, but I'm sure as hell not able to live that healthy life. Well, that's not good because whatever you ask for, whatever you're seeking, you need to start with you first. Because that is going to be, again, the thing that is going to attract that similar mindset to you. And it's going to make you internally 
starting at the root, be a happier person. You'll be the person that you're seeking. And then when that person comes along, so much the better. Now you have a double layer. Next, make these decisions faster, friend. Like don't cogitate over something, you know, just there's two choices. Both of them are probably pretty good. I always say this, the reason why we can't decide sometimes between this or that is because this or that are both really okay choices. Not The world's not gonna end if you choose either one. So just choose one, you know? People aren't gonna fault you for making the decision. If it's not right, what the heck, right? Just go back to what we said earlier where, uh, you know, you're gonna do uncomfortable things and you gotta train yourself to do those things. And if you, if that means making a decision about something, make it, decide fast and go do it. And if it doesn't work out, who cares? No one's sitting there waking up every morning, checking out what you're doing and saying, oh, Mary tried that and what a joke, it didn't succeed. No one cares. So why not try it? Make yourself happy. Decide what you're gonna do and then go do it. And if it doesn't work out, no big deal. But don't waste time just sitting and and mired in a decision-making process. As the longer you wait, the the more difficult it becomes to make that decision because you're gonna find 20 reasons now that each path is kind of wrong. And so then you're just going to sit there and you're going to be like, forget it. Instead, be decisive. Kind of free up that mental space where you're going back and forth and don't get bogged down anymore. I'm saying this to you guys. I do this too. Everything I'm listing here, this is all stuff I'm either going through, have been through, or I'm about to work on. So don't, I hope you don't think I'm sitting here like, you're preaching to me. I do this shit. You can ask my sister, like... This is all stuff that's a work in progress for all of us. But, you know, I talk about it because this is a stage in life where we don't want to waste any more time right now. We don't. We need to make these decisions quickly and then adapt to whatever the result is. Whatever happens as a result of something you want to try to do, big deal. The world's not going to end. Sun's going to come up tomorrow and you're going to be fine. And you're just going to adjust to whatever happened. Next, don't decide that something's going to work, not work out just because, you know, someone said or did something that made you feel a little uneasy about it. Who cares what anyone else says? Don't make their thoughts, their words, their comments, their eyes, their whatever. Don't make that the answer. And because, you know, you hear someone or get the feeling that someone's not digging what you're choosing to do, that doesn't mean that you should stop. That doesn't mean they're right. It may mean that they're afraid of trying something or that maybe they just don't want you to succeed for some reason for their own selfish reasons. Because if you succeed, then they don't get to have as much access to you. So if you're going to fail, fail for your own reasons because you tried you wanted to do something, you put your mind to it, and you you took your shot. Not because someone else had doubt about what you were able to do. That's not the way to fail. You failed because you tried. Go ahead. Give it a shot. If that happens, then that happens, right? But don't ever let someone else's opinion of what you think is a good idea sway you off of that good idea. This is your life to live. It isn't theirs. It's not up to them. It's up to you, sister. 
And finally, this is a big one for me, don't wait to speak up. I do this all the time because I'm one of those, I'm a number five Enneagram, I'm quiet specialist. I like to like listen and gather information and then, you know, investigate my, you know, for myself. And then, you know, before you know it, the moment has passed and either someone else stole your thunder or uh, now we're off the topic and you didn't get to say it or the result of you not speaking ended up kind of making a situation. But if there's an issue in your life, speak up. Don't hold anything in, whether it's a feeling, whether it's resentment, whether it's just whatever your emotion is. As long as you are respectful in how you communicate, because I'm all about that too, You know, I encounter people in my work that, you know, they're fairly new and they want to just come busting in with their disrespectful tone. And it's like, okay, like, let's pull these reins back a little bit. I don't know why you feel like that's okay. It's not okay. No, it's not okay for anyone, whether you're, you know, new, whether you're, it's a new friend, whether it's family, whether it's your 20 year friendship, it doesn't matter. Whatever you feel like you need to say, don't wait. Again, we're in midlife here. So I don't know what you're waiting for. There would be no good reason to wait as long as you're open and honest and saying it in a very respectful way. That way, you're kind of taking ownership of your part. Like, here's how I feel about this. And I don't know if this is how you meant it. I don't know if this is was your intent. But here's what I want to say about it. Be extremely transparent. And this way, you will then open that honesty uh, two-way street that you need uh, so much. So that is all I have for you today, my friends. Just little things to start doing or stop doing to be truly happy in life. I want to stress again, these are things that um, I have to revisit a lot of these things, probably all of them pretty consistently because, um, you know, especially things like being trained to handle discomfort. Like I am pretty adaptable, but sometimes the fear of something just being uncomfortable does stop me dead in my tracks. And that's not a life. Like that's not the way to live a life. It's important that you push, especially now, push yourself out of your comfort zone so that the rest of your glorious life can be exactly that. It can be glorious it can be exciting it can be creative there are things you used to do when you were in your you know 20s and 30s that you stopped doing uh maybe for not really a good reason but just because you know life went on you got busier and now you're freer you have more time go back and revisit that stuff did you used to go hiking did you camp did you do things when your kids were small that you really loved and now they're gone and so that all that like went with them you know, they just took that whole fun piece and they just made it part of their story and now it's not really part of yours. Those things can come back and be a part of your day-to-day. Um, and then, you know, my other second one is to basically decide, that's not mine, sorry. Deciding faster is not a problem for me. I decide super fast. My other uh, second one here for me is to, is to um, I'm so sorry, I, I lost my, note here okay is to protect time so i have four daughters and i don't do a great job of um really carving out my own 
time to do things, but I've gotten better. You know, I feel like, okay, well, if I know that I need to do a certain thing, I'll do it at this time of day. And this way I know that should the need arise, that they need me, or there's something that they need from me that I've already planned um, what I need for myself. So friends, I hope that this helped a little bit, helped you kind of look at things and maybe shift your thought process about really things that you can do in a simpler way and uh, change your mindset a little bit so you can live a happier life. That's what I want for you and I want for everyone is to just examine and do the things that we can do to make our life the very, very best it can be. I hope you have a great rest of your day, friends, and I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review and a comment. I would love to hear from you. Those reviews and comments really, really help us with rankings, and I would appreciate your support so much. I look forward to hearing from you.